Hey guys, welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast, episode 29, season 2, episode 9. This whole season thing's confused the fuck out of me. With your hosts, Jake Van Hoff. And Kate Reese. Hi, hi. And today's episode is. Drum roll, please. That's a good drum roll, wasn't it? No. Oh. Today's episode is What is health? Uh, and that's quite a a broad question that we're going to look to answer over this little chit chat that we're going to have with you guys mm-hmm. and with each other. Um, and as per usual, we've started recording a podcast and Ralph has instantly become very needy and started making noises. It's like he has this radar of, oh, cool, we're chilled. So I'm just going to chill. And then as soon as we start chatting or getting really animated, it's like when we start trying filming content, he's like, yeah, we we playing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could pick that up on the um, microphone. He just did a huge yawn. <laughs> With a big squeak at the end. So what is health? So I feel like a really good place to start. I'm literally just going to Google it in the background. What is health? Yeah, I think. See what Google comes up with. Let's see what Google comes up with. State of being free from illness or energy. Injury. 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 <laughs> no, you like want to be full of energy, not yeah. free from energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's according to the World Health Organization. Organization. Oh, no, no. No? Who say a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of death and infirmity. Interesting. That kind of fucked with our whole podcast. That pretty much summed it up. A little bit more holistic, isn't it? Well, that basically just summed up all my opinion. Yeah, we done. That's it. Yeah, I think... Okay, bye. We wanted to talk about this because I think in the health and fitness industry... This gets very skewed, um, and I think that depending on the kind of content that you consume, the kind of people that you follow, everyone has probably an opinion, and it's probably not just like black or white. There's some real grey areas in there, but I think we probably, we'd probably agree that people probably end up fixating on things that don't necessarily mean health and i literally don't have a clue what you're on about health is a six-pack well there we go there we go guys (laughs) exactly what i was trying to say yeah basically uh, it gets very skewed in our industry like the people at the top of the industry who people look up to all tend to look a certain way and be pretty obsessed with health and fitness often to an extreme level yeah which is then visually depicted because the majority of our content that we consume is is visual mm-hmm. as a certain look which in general is very lean um and it's skewed slightly from being very thin to now being you know Quite muscular s- still very lean but with a bit more shape mm-hmm. but the overarching theme is that basically you have to have a very low you have body to look fat a percentage. Certain way. Yeah, both 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 examples are you have to look a certain way and you have to have a certain body fat percentage. And I think that 
from experience. Um, we know that leaner does not equal healthier, I think, is the overriding message that is just complete and utter bullshit in the industry, especially for females. Um, chances are leaner probably means unhealthier in some in some examples. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure I agree with that statement. I think the overarching statement is that there is no correct answer. Yeah. Leaner isn't healthier for everyone and and not leaner isn't healthier for everyone. Like for some people who have maybe struggled with their mental health for a little bit and gained some weight and are now in a slightly better place mentally, weight loss may be the healthiest thing for them. Mm-hmm. And for others, weight loss may be one of the least healthy things possible um so almost for all people there is no definitive answer yeah to what is a healthy behavior or what is a a healthy change or or activity even and i guess what's that's what's like so nuanced in the fitness industry is like pretty much every question or everything that comes up the answer is it depends Totally. Like, like you've got you've got clients. So here's a really good example. Can we all settle on the fact that we should eat more vegetables? No, we can't even settle on that because you've got clients who are recovering from HA who eat too many vegetables. Yeah. And it hinders them to they eat need more to eat food. more calories to get their yeah. menstrual cycle back and their hormones in a good place. And eating more vegetables or even eating the amount of vegetables they are is causing them to be too full and yeah. therefore not eat enough food to regain a healthy menstrual cycle, which is obviously a pillar of health for females. Yeah. So, you know, there is no one size fits all. There is no just do this more. And that applies to everyone. Yeah. Um, and I think that nuance gets lost, uh, certainly in translation from the, the sort of little um, communication gap between fitness professionals and the general population. Yeah. I think mo- hmm. some fitness professionals would agree or a, a certainly decent ones would agree that it's very nuanced, but then that message gets lost Yeah, because mass communication makes nuance difficult. Really difficult. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first place to start would be, obviously we've said um, just being lean isn't healthy, isn't health rather. Um, so what else would you say encapsulates health, Kate? So I would say it is very multifaceted. And I would say that you're looking at not just your physical well-being, but you want to be thinking about your mental well-being. I think that's as important as your physical um, well-being. There's also like the social, like social health as well, which I think plays a really big part in I think that comes very close to, to mental health. Uh, you know, if you have healthy relationships and good human connection, um, you are naturally going to be a happier human, a happier person, which then will probably mean that, you know, obviously you're going to have better mental health. And it's it's a, it's a bit of a cycle. What are the other pillars of health? Social, mental Physical. Physical. Is it just a three? I'm sure there was another one. 
I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Um, but for me, it would be, I mean, I, they're the things that stand out to me. Um, and I think that... Is it like uh, to do with like their safety sort of thing? Is that Maslow's hierarchy Maslow's of needs? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. But basically, not to do with like kind of um, having a certain amount of like comforts and like security that means that you're not stressed basically oh i don't know i was basically being like so you have like a home and stuff like that and that's part of health yeah um but i'm not sure um maybe it's living in a place that doesn't have threat of death and that's to do with health i don't know it's like security yeah yeah who knows but um no i couldn't agree more um so again what i mean why don't we focus in on the physical for now mm-hmm. and then we'll move on so we've kind of covered body fat but um we know that that's such a range for people from yeah. a, a health point of view yeah um so another component of of health would be uh, cardiovascular fitness fitness yeah so functionality of somebody's body generally you know can you walk up a flight of stairs Without needing an inhaler. Yeah. Can, can you, you go for a long walk? Can you go for a long walk? Can you play, play with, with the kids yeah. and take the dog for a walk and carry the shopping home from Lidl? And, you know, are you able-bodied? Uh, but then, to be completely nuanced, you know, you've probably got people with disabilities that would probably be classed as healthy. Is that getting to...? No, I think that's... Um... I think by nature a disability Would is impact somebody's health is an ailment. Yeah, like by definition. But you know, then we're working from okay, this is fixed. What is the healthiest this person can be out with? Yeah. So, like, if someone's born with only one lung, for example, yeah, they are less healthy. Yeah, from a starting point than the exact same body with two lungs. But it's about working around the But this is what we have, so how can we work around that? Yeah. So that's like their fixed health position. And yeah. then and then how do we work around that? Um so yeah, I mean cardiovascular fitness, you could be um I certainly grew up with them. You can be someone who who is visually very healthy, maybe has visible abs and is fairly lean, but then cardiovascularly be not healthy at all. Yeah. No exercise out of breath walking up flights of stairs and blah blah blah. I guess there's things like blood pressure as well, isn't there? Blood pressure. Um it's I mean that health marker. That that kind of crosses the border between mental and physical health yeah. in that often blood pressure is derived from chronic stress. Yeah. Um but also all, often derived from being overweight. Poor diet or poor diet, yeah. Um so I guess there's that that visual physical health, which is that leanness. And we can kind of tell if someone is severely underweight, they're probably not the healthiest that they could be. And if they're severely overweight, they're probably not the healthiest they could be. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I don't believe in health at every size. I think that as a component of health um, in terms of your sort of body fat level, there is a threshold at which it is a detriment to health. And like we were just saying about like born with one lung, yeah. that doesn't mean that you can't maximize those other areas of health. And I yeah. love that the health at every size 
movement focuses on those, but we can't I just. I think that movement gets a little bit skewed though, because I think it's people get sort of like get mixed up between health at every size and healthy at every size. And it's more about you can be in a larger body and still practice healthy habits and behaviours. Of course you can. And it's about making it completely inclusive. Yes. But they also, there are very many people within that movement that say that... Uh, you can be like... That body fat is not... Yeah, that it's not a um, determinant of health. And that you can be like perfectly healthy when morbidly obese. Yeah, which I think... And that is the only part of that equation that I disagree with. Yeah. I think you can... Like, there is no reason why someone who is overweight shouldn't be or shouldn't be encouraged to enjoy exercise and eat a healthy diet and all these things. And, like, you can do all of those things. Yeah. And the same way... And there's a huge stigma attached to people who are overweight. And it's like, oh, my God, just deal with it. But, like, do we berate someone who drinks too much... And by drinks too much, I don't mean an alcoholic, but like drinks more than is healthy, Mm. but then exercises and eats a really good diet outside of that. No, no, no. I'm saying like, so we agree that drinking too much alcohol is bad for you Mm -hmm. the same way that being obese is bad for you. Yeah. So that's just one little determinant. Mm -hmm. But then no one turns around to the person who drinks that, that person who's really fun and drinks on the weekend and has a few drinks during the week and blah, blah, blah. And says like you're just a lazy prick because you don't you don't stop drinking or you don't drink less. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like there's a real stigma attached to obese oh, there's people. there's a real stigma attached. Where it's like they get quite a lot of flack, but then, and like, then it's I'm, just that I'm someone who doesn't drink that yeah. much. And I look at people who drink like a lot and I know the physical and mental impact it has on me from a negative point of view. And I'm like, well, God, they don't really care about their health as much as I do. Yeah. Or like, I could have that. I don't actually think yeah. that. Yeah. But that would be the same thing as someone who's kind of smaller, looking at someone Somebody's big and being like, body. God, yeah. they just don't care about their body. Well, do you, are you teetotal? Yeah. Um, do you eat processed foods and all these things? Like there's so many determinants of health. Um, anyway, yeah. And then you come into diet. Yeah. Um, you can certainly have a pretty poor diet and still and still be in a healthy body. Yeah. Healthy sort of appearing body. Appearing, yeah. Um, and we know that there's certain things that are more carcinogenic. Yeah. Someone could have, you know, a barely a fresh fruit or vegetable in sight, living off of, you know, processed foods, takeaways, a lot of sort of like high fat and still look like they were relatively healthy yeah whereas they could actually have some like underlying health conditions yeah definitely um i think one of my favorite ones and you've heard me bang on about this far too much is stress oh and the most probably like damaging what well what we've talked about that you know it's going to be our generation's equivalent to probably smoking. Potentially. It's going to come out in... There's no... I mean, we don't know, but I, I, if I had to put money on it, I would say, yeah. 
I would say that in 15, 20 years, we're going to realise that chronic stress is one of the most detrimental Damaging. things to your health yeah. possible uh, in terms of downstream effects, um, issues with, with heart, brain, um, digestive issues, chronic disease, etc. Um, and I guess that's that's tied into the mental mental aspect side of stuff, isn't it? Totally. But it can have physical and mental downstream effects. Yeah. Um, and I think we live. We were just out for brunch with a pal, and we were talking a little bit about UK society and the whole like live to work thing, mm. and being obsessed with your career and being uh, just a workaholic. Yeah. And it being glorified. Yeah. In 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 this country, um, and the stress impact of that. Like some of the people I work with, they just, as in clients, they just accept. Yeah being horrendously chronically stressed and mm. sometimes I struggle not to just yeah. like want to give their head a spin and be like life is so yeah. fucking short yeah and it's that way like I, I can almost hear myself stood in the bedroom doing check-ins talking about like boundaries and you don't want to be that person that's like telling them to set boundaries and you know like so, like I'll actually say this to clients like I feel like your mother I don't want to come across like I'm patronizing or like I'm standing behind a screen telling you what to do, but like, we shouldn't just accept this. Like there's like, if it's like taking on more work at work or if it's like saying yes to more social plans and if your, you know, sleep's absolutely shit and you're chronically fatigued and stress levels are through the roof and all of these like, you know, things are impacting your physical health, we shouldn't just accept it. Um, and I think sometimes it, it it probably will take having like uncomfortable conversations and, you know, asking for help maybe and whatever it may be, but... Or no. Just saying no, yeah. No. It's funny, I've just filled out my check-in for my coach and I even put in my check-in this week that I've noticed this week things like journaling. I've not really been doing it as much because I've been keener to kind of get up and start working a quicker a couple of mornings where we've gotten up a little bit later as yeah well. um and that like I feel like that sets me back a little bit so I've probably neglected that a little bit this week and I know that mentally I'm in a better headspace when I even just take a little bit of time out and like that drive in me that always feels like I need to be productive that's not like a like nobody's going to reward healthy, you for that. That's not a healthy feedback loop. No. 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 So I think I think stress, and you know, the stress is the really funny one with health because the downstream effects of health, I'm not going to talk about it from like a physiological point of view, but chronic stress, often from overworking and overworrying, can then lead to anxiety, which makes you less likely to want to go have some enjoyable social time and see family it leads you leads you less likely to go out and exercise oh god people are going to look at me people are going to judge me chronic stress makes you less likely to go and exercise in general because you're fucked hmm. you're too tired your brain's overworked you've not got the bandwidth yeah. your decision fatigue when it comes to food or your emotional cravings eating. or emotional eating all of those things are going to get impacted. So stress can impact you physiologically, directly, 
and indirectly because it can lead to you being less active, eating more, eating a poorer quality diet. Nah, I can't be fucked to cook. I'm just going to have um, a takeaway or whatever. There's a reason, in my opinion, just absolute like f- spitballing here, but there's a reason why we as a nation have significantly more sort of like takeaways and uh, ready meals, etc., than other nations like say France, Italy, Spain, where the pace of life is just much slower. Yeah. Well, they don't have that emotional kind of uh, fatigue. No emotional fatigue. So, you know, cooking dinner from scratch. Yeah, no biggie. Yeah. Like uh, I've, you know, I've had a pretty nice chilled day, kind of did some work, but you know, doesn't really fucking matter. And yeah, okay, let's cook dinner. Whereas British people are like, fuck, the boss was like riding me and, oh, I'm so tired and, oh, I'm so fatigued. And by the way, I'm not like taking the piss. Like this is how people are genuinely feeling. And so then the like decision fatigue and like emotional fragility to then cook mm. is just completely like gone. Yeah. Um, or to exercise or to do something productive and you end up just doing something mind numbing, like watching TV that has no bearing and barely taking it in and just watching the weeks go by. Um, And that kind of leads us nicely on that happy note into, um, yeah, like mental health and, and, and social health, I guess. Yeah. I think when I like truly ask myself, like what is health? the mental social side of things probably is a bigger bigger part for me because I think that if you'd have asked me like five years ago to just to, to like describe what I thought healthy was even like before I worked in the fitness industry I would have described you know looking a certain way being a certain size eating only x and you know I think having come through that and almost not out the other side so I think that's a bit dramatic but it's like actually asking myself what makes me happy and you know what makes me happy is being physically well being physically able feeling strong feeling capable but also you know being able to live my life and thriving and eating out, enjoying food, enjoying my diet, having energy and bandwidth and headspace to spend time with people and be social. And it's not a physical look anymore. It's more of like a feeling. And I think Mm. that that comes into like the mental health side of things is if I'm feeling better, I know that's only going to have, like, if I'm in a better place mentally, I'm only going to, like, I'm going to want to train. I'm going to want to go to the gym. I'm going to want to make good choices. You know, I'm not going to be emotional eating or, you know, it comes back down to that headspace, I think. Mm, yeah, couldn't agree more. I think I think the, the physical health thing uh, is such a wide, like, gate Mm. uh, such a like broad spectrum it doesn't look a certain way no it it is really broad 
And like, there is a certain point where you tip out of both ends of that. Yeah. Like, for example, from like a cardiovascular fitness point of view, like how fit do you have to be to be healthy? Well, like kind of fit. And then like being really fit is is probably still like similar-ishly healthy. And then going beyond that is probably actually unhealthy. Yeah. Like ultra ultra marathons and stuff. And going below that, where you just don't have cardiovascular fitness, is unhealthy. But it's quite like a broad spectrum, isn't it? It's a quite a broad spectrum. And to be honest health. with you, it's always gonna be like a, a moving spectrum. And I think that's why what is health is such a hard question to answer because it's so person dependent, but it's also so dependent on the time and phase somebody is in life. Yeah. Like, to me, health is still quite physical in that I I know I don't feel my best when I'm more inactive. And there's definitely, I've definitely seen the extreme of the physical side of health in that when I was really lean, that wasn't physically healthy and I could feel it. And physiologically, I could feel it. And then when I've been heavier... I definitely didn't feel my healthiest. And so like, I, I do value the physical side of health, but equally the mental and social side of it is also, I guess for, for me, it's like totally balanced right now. Mm-hmm. Like I value all, all pillars of it. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we're quite good at really stressing that to clients as well mm-hmm. in that like the amount of times that a client will message me and be like, um, I've got a last minute dinner plan and we plan to track calories that day and blah, blah, blah. And I'll literally message them back, go out for dinner. Don't bother putting anything enjoy in my it. fitness pal. Enjoy it. If anything's stressing you out or whatever, pop me a message. Because in that moment, I have to understand as a coach that the acute effect on their physical health of eating a slightly higher calorie food or meal is so marginal and the potential benefit or detriment to their social and mental health of either stressing about it or not being able to do it is it has in my opinion it outweighs the physical side yeah and our clients i think the majority of them come from a place of poorer physical health at the start yeah and so they understand that they have to balance the physical mental and social yeah like i find personally i give my clients loads of wiggle room yeah and they don't take all of it yeah i think some coaches would expect with the amount of flexibility i give my clients they'd be like oh they just work they'll just eat out all the time they'll just take the piss they'll just eat too much it's like no they understand where they've come from and that just eating loads eating out loads or eating loads of high calorie foods all the time isn't going to make them feel look behave function the way that they want and so by me giving them that wiggle room to be like yeah but we can still have this much flexibility Mm. it allows them to thrive physically mentally socially yeah and I guess with us with a lot of our coaching that we do based around like relationship with food stuff as well like that plays such a huge part and it's that quote of like for one person 
you know, eating the donut is healthier and for the other person, not eating the donut is healthier. And I think that sums up kind of what we're trying to say really well of like, yes, it's person dependent and, and you can't always call it. Like somebody's mental health to them might be more of a priority than their physical health and vice versa. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, I was just getting a message up for, from a client and this is a client who definitely wasn't prioritizing physical health, but then has been given more, uh, more bandwidth and more encouragement to prioritize their mental and social health as well. And they just said, um, just a quick message before the week began, begins again to say, thank you so much for everything you're doing for me. Had, um, my partner's dad's wedding on Friday and never felt so amazing. And going back to the gym this morning didn't even feel like a struggle. I'm just enjoying the whole process. Um, and that that's kind of where we're getting at. It's like, <laughs> I guess health is just balancing everything mm. and not allowing any of them to become too extreme. Yeah. And, you know, anyone who did watch our little photo shoot prep would understand that when you do go to that extreme, it is kind of like a, if you imagine like a pyramid and you're trying to stay as close to the three corners of it as you can. Mm. And if you move closer to one of the corners, by definition, you move further away from the other two. Yeah. So if you have physical, mental, social health, if you move too far to one of those, you're, it's going to become a bit skewed. It's probably going to become a bit skewed. Yeah. So, like, if all you care about is, like, mental health, for example, you put no focus on physical health. I think mental health might be the worst of these three to actually place yeah. an example on. So I would argue that having amazing mental health leads to good social and physical health. But um, if you just go to physical. But, again, that's not even health, is it? No. That's where you just go to physical aesthetic yeah um but yeah say you go to just social and we don't go on health we just go to social um if all you value is social social life and you're I, out every weekend you're drinking you're eating yeah. out you're boozing and i want to i've got a client who i'm working with who's actually a really close pal as well and he's struggling with this at the moment and his mental and physical health are absolutely shot not happy he's like feeling the worst he's felt not looking the way he wants to look lethargic business is struggling because of it etc it's because he's struggling to say no to social stuff um or to balance it um and likewise you know i've been in the place where i say no to everything yeah and that's not a good place to be either um so i guess my version of health is yeah it's it's being free from disease for sure um but striking that balance but then also being in a place and free from disease is just like some of that's potluck but being being in a place where physically you are uh, reducing your chances of disease as much as possible followed by being in a good place mentally mm -hmm. and having a a good social and, and family. Good relationships. Good relationships, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would agree with that. All 
pretty person dependent um and i guess it comes back to that thing that we talk about a lot as well of, of values and you know what is really important to you oh yeah and i think a really like nice place to leave that is like that little trio looks different for everyone oh totally like totally. some people fucking love like their business or whatever and they get so much satisfaction out of that and all the social that they need is like they just need less social life than someone else yeah to be maximally happy yeah and genuinely not bullshitting yeah and a certain amount of physical activity just to keep them feeling good is enough yeah uh and and that's cool um and that keeps them mentally, physically, and socially in a good place. And some people are just social butterflies. Yeah. And they really need a they, super active yeah. social life. They need to be seeing people regularly and talking to them. And they probably need to be in a job that's like involves like human contact and stuff. Um, and some people are just super physical and they need to be outside all the time. And they're just outdoor birds. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just it, it, it is totally individual for everyone in all of those components mm-hmm. no, um, I totally agree with that. yeah well i think we'll leave it there i'd love to hear what you guys think health is. yeah what is health to you where do you kind of sit on this and we're gonna run we're gonna run a little competition we'd like you to share this to your story this episode take take a screenshot of it and oh want like a, a like an in an in word that they have to put in their caption on instagram on their story beyond health just listening to the beyond fitness podcast talking about beyond health beyond health mm. yeah just stick beyond health in any way, shape, or form, on your story, and say something nice about our podcast. That would be awesome. That would and be awesome. You will, someone will win a prize. Who tags us? We give out good prizes, guys. We actually Let's do give honest. out really good prizes, like vouchers to supplement companies, clothing company vouchers, three months coaching. These are all things that we've given away in, in the, the recent, the recent past. So um, gotta be in it to win it. Gotta be in it to win it. If you could share to our Instagram so that more people find our podcast, that would be awesome. And we can help impact more people. That would be so good. Um, But yeah, we're gonna leave it there. Have a wonderful week, guys. And speak soon. Be healthy.